During the summer, Mullingar hosted its second FLA in as many years. And while many spent the festival making memories, a photographer spent his time preserving them. Last week, he released his book, Re-Raw Mullingar, a FLA Kill Chronicle, a book of original photography which showcases the town, the music and the human spirit in all its glory. Noel McIntyre, you're very welcome. Thanks, Brendan. Thank you for having me. Delighted to be here. I'd say you're delighted to have this book in your hand now, are you? Yeah, I am. It's been a labour of love uh, and it's been a hectic two months really uh, getting that and you know it all had to happen in two months because the now just to say that's unheard of in terms of publishing right so yeah. you got the you, you, you decided to do this on August 20th yeah because the flag this didn't year finish. this year yeah <laughs> wow. yeah that's amazing and it's, it's funny you to say that that's unheard of but that's actually the way I roll I don't there's <laughs> don't. no rules in, in what I do so I Lovely. don't I don't look at the rule book to see how long does it take to publish a book I just say I have to get it done and I have to get it out for the Christmas market which means I need it in Mullingar and it only arrived last Friday Congratulations Congratulations <laughs> And I have to say I'm holding it It's like It's a, it's, it's a, a Bigger than an A4 It's like a small A3 Beautiful coffee table book Re-Raw Mullingar A Flack Old Chronicle Noel McDowell And amazing It's it's a really well Thank produced you. book So I have Thank to say So even you. though the short time you, you, You've nailed it You've done really well the, the, Before we get Dive into it I love the story About when you first showed Joe Kinnear The, the, the brains behind the flag mm. The book And mm. he was like Could you change the cover now And put, <laughs> put instruments On the front <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about that story. Well, uh, you see, um, while uh, while we set the wheels in motion with the, de- I chose a designer, a guy called Eamon O'Sullivan in Ken Mayer, and uh, if, while those wheels were really rocking at a hundred mile an hour, I then ha- had to decide on uh, launching it and and trying to to get some momentum there. So I thought, uh, who better to contact other than Joe Kinnear? And I set up a meeting in the Mullingar Park Hotel. Only about six weeks ago. And I said, Joe... Um, just explain to people who John Kinnear is. He's the man behind the flag. Yeah, yeah, Joe yeah. is the chairman of the uh, Westmead branch of Coltis. And he, well, practically single-handedly uh, brought the flag back to, to Mullingar. And he, he himself and uh, Willie Penrose and Colette Lynn actually were the three people behind it. So I, I met Joe and... At that point, we had the the book was was picture lock. It was that picture lock in PDF form, and it was, which means it's kind of bedded in. It's done. It was a done deal at that stage, and the, the, like the, so the, you can't see any changes. No, no, <laughs> and he, nobody really realizes what's involved in it. I didn't realize, certainly didn't realize myself. You know, I, I had actually eight thousand images, if you could believe it, wow. over two years, and then I, I whittled those down to four hundred and seventy-five. I remember these numbers well. <laughs> yeah. And then when I got it to one hundred and seventy-five, I got a, a, a mate of mine to print two sets of postcards, each image, so he could show some. Yeah. So I could lay them out all on the floor. I had them pinned to the wall. My wife is really has ter- tremendous patience because the house has just turned into something. I can't describe <laughs> they were stuck everywhere and as well as that I was up all hours of the night and the morning moving them and changing them and trying to sequence them and so we got all that done but anyway back to Joe um, I, I, I presented the, the laptop to him I said look we're, I'm launching the book and I wanted you to uh, bring uh, some of the musicians together bring them back so that we could have a little bit little bit more than a book launch it was we actually we wanted to have an event very good and um you know, I presented the laptop to Joe and the first thing he said was, can that be changed? <laughs> and uh, I looked at him and I said, no, no, no Joe, that, that can't be changed. 
and then um, we got to about page. That's a bit of a rookie error, though, isn't it? Well, yeah, <laughs> but I, I, I'm t- I, looking back on it, it was my own mistake actually because he thought I was asking. I, I've for, been that soldier. Right? Yeah, I have, I have a similar story. Yeah, <laughs> but um, uh, so we got to about page three, and he says, uh, "That's not a, a fiddle. That's a violin, or vice versa." And then he says, uh, with page five, he says, uh, that's not an accordion, that's a concertina. <laughs> and then he says, you didn't go to any of the venues. And I said, no, Joe. And he says, you know, we had the world champions there and we had the schools and we had the band halls and we had the cathedral <laughs> and we had the church and we had this and we had that. You didn't get any of them. And I said, no, no. And then I said to myself, like, having come from business, I was in business all my life, I just said, I have to, I have to take control of this or else this is just absolutely going to go completely south. He was actually getting high. <laughs> Joe Kinnear was and I, I just turned the laptop back round to me folded down the lid nice and gently and I said Joe let's start again very good right this is not a book about musicians or musical instruments or the, the, it's not a book for the flat keol and the hair and purist actually that was Joe's gripe he said it's not flat keol it's flat keol and the hair and and I'm thinking, that's not going to, the designer's not going to like that. That's not going to roll off the tongue on the cover. A flak hole in the hair and chronicle. And I'm thinking, no, I can't, can't, can't change that, Joe. So I said, Joe, this is a book about what the man on the street saw. Somebody like me who never knew what flak hole was about. I know very little about traditional Irish music. I don't know a fiddle from a, an, a bloody violin or an accordion from a concertina. But it's a documentary reportage of what somebody like me saw every day on the streets of Mullingar as they walked from one bridge down to the other. Yeah. And, and it's, it's an every man's view of what went on. And, you know, like that um, approach, I didn't set out to do that at the very two years ago I this thing was coming to my hometown my backyard and I said look because I, I am a storyteller and I'm a filmmaker and I'm a photographer and I said I'm going to go down and see what it's all about you wanted to capture the magic the magic and you did yeah just to say the magic. people can't see it right now but you yeah. did yeah. so uh, yes you just touched on there you were in business before you ran a car dealership before you became a photographer That's, yeah was, was, was photography always in there or how did you make that leap um, well I think it was attention to detail was always there. And I suppose um, I'm lucky in that I can channel my OCD into into uh, whatever uh, direction takes my fancy at will, you know. And I was always the same in the motor trade and I was always good at marketing the place. And I, I would probably still be, well, I undoubtedly would still be in the motor trade if it wasn't for the recession in 2008, 9 and 10. Okay. And, you know. You had to rethink. Well, I had to reinvent myself. Uh, I, I, it was a family owned business. We were 50 years in business that year. Uh, and I was under enormous pressure to not be the one who f- let it fail. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, my, I s- spoke to my father who was very ill and he said, Noel, you you, he totally understood the situation and he said, no, you have my complete blessing whatever you do. But it, it was a matter of navigating an, some kind of an orderly exit, which was extremely difficult. But by making good decisions and having the support of people around me, like my father, I'm of my entire family and my wife, uh, I made those decisions and I, I navigated my way through it. So I got out of business and um, I ended up in the, we had a forecourt so I ended up in the forecourt and I remember saying to myself, I was standing at the till and because I had gone out to run the shop there after getting out. I had 64 people working for me wow. at one point and then I went out to the shop and I remember standing on the till and going, look, 
it's not glamorous, but sure, I'll get a living out of it, you know. And yeah. at that time, I was damn glad to get a living out of it. Of course, yeah. And yeah. then, and then what happened was, do you want me to tell you? Yeah, all no, this? but it's just, it, I'm just. What I'm interested in is, is to make a leap from running a car into something so creative as to filmmaking and photography. Yeah, that that's a, that's not an easy adjustment really well uh, I suppose it was easy for me you know I just I just I made the film you know I just made it kind of by accident so what early. was the film Just give, give the film was called I Created You and I was when I was sitting out there in the waiting room I said to the guy I was actually in here before I was in Studio One um, the film won an award and the RT Concert Orchestra the, the prize was I was assigned a composer wow. and the RT Concert Orchestra composed an original score for the film in that studio oh. in 2019. And with that then, the film went all over the world. It was a short film, was it? Yeah, f- short film. And it won 19 awards in 19 countries, including Hollywood. And what year was this? 2019. Well done. And when I came back from Hollywood then... Um, I love that you could say that. When I came back from Hollywood... I used to be a car salesman now. That's there at the core, you know. But uh, when I came back from Hollywood, say I did some Facebook Lives and stuff like that out there. And when I came back from Hollywood, there was an American company contacted me and the girl said, Noel, the directors would love to work with you. Wow. And I said, well, it's going to be expensive. (laughs) (laughs) And they said, we love it already. Brilliant. So Brilliant. I, I made a documentary for them. Uh, they were 40 years in business and that was the first commercial job I did and I've been doing that ever since. Congratulations. That's and really wonderful. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, you also started the Mullingar International Film Festival. Yeah, well, that was actually... T- tell on, me about that. That was on the way home from Hollywood. And I was sitting on the... I was sitting <laughs> How many on, times can you say Hollywood well, uh, in one interview? I, I, <laughs> I was sitting on the aircraft and I just... I just remember sitting there on my own and I just remember going... Oh no, I know what's coming next. <laughs> I just I just knew <laughs> I, I didn't the whole um film festival scene was new to me. I yeah. never never even knew such a thing existed. Yeah. And um so a week I came home from that place uh, <laughs> in um September and uh, we started to plan I assembled my team. So I have a good team of people around me, you know. And uh, I think with a good team, I always say it, the magic can happen when you have the right people that believe in you and you believe in them. So now let's go back to the book. So uh, where did the journey begin? You're from Mullingar, obviously. You, you know of the FLA. So I, I was really interested. Cultus Kiltery Naharan found the event in Mullingar in 1951, but yes. it wasn't hosted there since 1963. So it, the, you, obviously Joe and his, it, the, they brought it back to Mullingar, which is a big deal. Yeah. But you had no real involvement with with. Uh, no, no, you know, I didn't. It's like I said, I hadn't a clue. You know, Joe Kinnear had been telling us all that there's going to be, those streets are going to be full of people and he says, you're going to have to knock out the windows so that you can get the pints out. There's, there'll be thousands, millions of people. And, you know. And he was right. None of us believed him. Oh, really? <laughs> he was going around knocking on doors, trying to tell everybody how big it was going to be. Well, he has, there was meetings and committees and there was a thousand volunteers involved. I mean, wow. it was an amazing thing. But on on the Monday morning of... The first day, two, 2022, I drove into town and the guards had very kindly reserved a spot for me to put two bollards in in a place there that I was able to just get the jeep in there. And uh, I, I stepped out and I, I, just right in front of me was this little girl that set up her stall. Wow. It's the first photo in the book. I saw it. It's fantastic. And, you know, I just said to myself, oh my God, proud to be Irish. <laughs> and then throughout that day then, I began to take little mental notes. I have it here. Just, she's about eight, isn't she? Yeah. 
And she's selling... Like, she's selling crisps and <laughs> sweets. And all it. drinks Isn't and snacks. Lovely? Yeah, it's the cutest thing yeah. in her driveway. Yeah. And, and I just said to myself, and I took mental notes and I took notes. So as these images, as these little magic moments uh, began to pop out, and it, it was like, a, it was a chaotic scene down there. It was, I described it as a cacophony of sound and vision and people and an assault on the senses. But yet I was able to pick out the detail amid the chaos. And, you know... Your eye is like any muscle. It's it's the more you exercise it and push it and hone it, the better it gets and the sharper it gets. Wow. And over the two, like it's, it's a fact, over the two years, my eye became really, really sharp and I began to, my approach began to solidify. And, you know, within a few days, I had a very, very clear approach as to how I was going to record this. And I do think it's completely unique. Even the, 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 the technical details of how I took the shots, it's just unusual, you know. I shot them all wide open and it's not normal in street photography. So there's a sort of a, there's an influence from my filmmaking experience there. There's a cinematic look to to the images, and also uh, there 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 are memories of what the man on the streets saw. And I, so, I, what? Give me some examples. What did you see? Well, there's a there's a photograph there of a rogue guitar string that yeah. caught my eye, and you know maybe there was a string that was. 18 inches long coming out of the end of a guitar and it was just boinging away there. But the guy, and I thought to myself, what's the, what's the story behind that? And, and I, well, he obviously is in the middle of a full flight and he broke a string and he was able to just whip one in <laughs> in a second. And, you know, they're the type of things that caught my eye. And there's another beautiful one there. There's a fiddle. Uh, there's a young boy playing a fiddle in, in a session outside one of the pubs. And I remember arriving down and... You know, the scene, the scene was unspectacular, but the fiddle caught my eye. And I said to myself, that's not this young boy's fiddle. That's his great grandfather's fiddle. Mm. And then I began to think, you know, I took a beautiful close photo of it and, and the patina on it and the, the markings on it. And I began to say, what stories could that fiddle tell? Mm. And I thought to myself, it surely has waked somebody in a cottage by an open fire. It surely has celebrated births marriages wow. and maybe even the birth of a nation yeah. over a couple of hundred years and I just thought to me those it's they were just magic and the narrations in the book are beautiful as well I don't know if you got a chance yeah, to funny. read them but that, that story is there with the fiddle and every, every image is narrated it has a time stamp and a location and a little narration which are my thoughts at the time Gorgeous. So the flowers we know, I'm reading numbers like 800,000 people from all across the globe came to Mullingar, yeah. as you know. It was just electric. And I was saying I have very good friends in, in yeah. Mullingar, the, the Shaws. And my friend Alex, who came home from London, was like, there won't even be a couch now. Forget about it. You'll have to sleep in your car. I was like, I was like, well, come down. It, it was, was like, forget about it. It was an amazing spectacle. You know, yeah. it was just, it was just something else. I mean, so just tell me about, uh, it's available to buy now. Um, and it only launched last Friday, correct? When last Wednesday, last Wednesday, great. Um, and I've I've loved the little story of somebody reaching out to you from Canada. Was your first? <laughs> yeah. So um, about two weeks ago, we like it was all hell for leather to get everything done. And you know, we had, when we had the book uh, finished, we had to concentrate on the launch and then the, then the website. And uh, there were four of us: uh, Eamon, Eamon O'Sullivan, Natalie Moriarty, and Ker- in Kemmer. They were really helpful. And it was a Friday evening, right up until about half nine, and we were all working away, little changes here and there. Mm-hmm. And then at half nine, I remember 
we said, right, it's ready to go. So we hit the green light. And literally, I was sitting down with a glass of wine watching um, your man there in the Late Late Show. And um, uh, uh, I got a message on Facebook and it was a lady in Canada, Miramachi in Canada. <laughs> New, New Brunswick and she was in an awful tizzy she said I can't it's, it's not shipping to Canada and I said don't worry about it I said I'm going to I sort that for you in two minutes I wouldn't have a clue how to do it so I just messaged Natalie and she had it done there and then and it was brilliant So Noel the book is uh, called Re-Raw Mullingar A Fla Kyol Chronicle and it's available to buy on rerawbooks.ie or at local Re- bookshops rerawbooks.com dot com dot com thank you very much uh, or at local bookshops in Mullingar is that correct? Correct. Yeah, it's two two of my favourite bookshops in the country are stocking it. Just Books in Mullingar and Kenny's Bookstore in Galway. Well done. Uh, and I can say they they are my favourite at the time because they're the only two that I've reached out to. <laughs> Good man. So if anybody else out there, any other bookstores w- would like to stock it, just get in touch. Well with done, me. Noel. Great interview. Thank you so much, Noel McIntyre. We'll take you. a break.